Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. All righty. Welcome, uh, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Eight minutes after 4 o'clock. I'll uh, continue the topic um, if there is interest in it. And if there's not, trust me, I've got a whole bunch of other topics I can pull out of my nether regions at any given time. Um, so what we've been doing today uh, is continuing with what we ended yesterday with that everybody seemed to really, really like and wanted more of. And that is... Uh, if uh, we at WBEN, if, if we had like the Odyssey time machine, which as I understand a corporate is actually in the process of developing, the problem is you're going to need 18 passwords just to get into it. Uh, but if we could uh, develop uh, a, a time machine and put you in the time machine and say, okay, you can go back to two events in history, but the catch is you have to bring your cell phone or something to video everything you see, and you have to bring it back to us so everybody else can see exactly what it is you saw. What is it that you would like to see that actually has taken place in history or may have taken place in history? Like one of mine, I mean, I could list about 100 of them, but one of my time travel things, I'd love to go to Roswell, New Mexico, the night the alien spacecraft supposedly crashed. I would love to do that. I would love to know the truth. What was it that hit the ground? Something hit the ground and made a stir, made a splash. The Army Air Force even issued a press release, which was quickly taken back, I guess realizing possibly the implications of admitting, hey, there are things out there in the universe, and um, we don't know what they are, and oh yeah, by the way, we can't defend against them because they're super, super advanced. Uh, That might be a little bit of a problem. And look at it this way. Uh, That was, uh, what, 1947, thereabouts, And um, here we are in our current time, and our government actually has a department devoted to unidentified aerial phenomena. So it's not, how do I say this? UFOs are not tinfoil hat stuff anymore. I mean, there are people who are taking it very, very uh, seriously. And why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't every potential threat be taken seriously? Just a thought, just a question. Uh, But where is it you would like to go? I mean, there are so many places um, I I would like to go back to and see exactly what happened. Because, you know, one of the the things uh, that I would argue about history, and, and look, I love history as much as anybody, but at best, I think that history is a rough approximation of what we think probably happened. 
a rough approximation of what we think probably happened. And then the further back in history you go, I think the less reliable it becomes. I mean, certain things we can all agree upon, I think. Uh, Julius Caesar, yes, he was assassinated by a bunch of Roman senators. I think most people could agree with that, right? Um, Somebody yesterday brought up the uh, so-called Trojan horse, uh, which most people think is a myth. Well, if we had a time machine, we could go back in time and figure out, okay, did it really exist or was it a myth? And if it existed, how big was it? Were there just a few guys in there, like uh, like uh, Delta Force guys in there to uh, infiltrate the city of Troy and open the gates for their buddies? I don't know. I haven't a clue. But uh, what would you personally like to go back and see actually take place and please nobody say i'd like to go back and watch the wide right field goal again please nobody say that uh or i'd like to go back and watch 13 seconds again you can see that on youtube and we're primarily interested in things you can't see on uh, youtube somebody else called in and said uh, escape from alcatraz they wanted to know did it really happen uh whatever happened to amelia Earhart? um i personally Somebody yesterday said uh, they'd like a video. They'd like to actually watch the sinking of the Titanic. But the the problem with a lot of these disasters is um, it would be, I think, very heart-wrenching to watch what happened after the Titanic hit the iceberg. And one of the essences of time travel, uh, you know, in every movie, you can't interfere you can't touch anything. There's nothing you can do uh, to stop anything that you are seeing. Once you commit that, okay, I want to see the Battle of Gettysburg. Okay, well, we'll take you to the Battle of Gettysburg, but you can't exactly stand in the middle of the field and say, guys, guys, the war is going to be over in two years and you're all going home. Just go home now. End it. Nope, you can't do that. Uh, 803-0930, the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, I would, you know, one of the things that I would also like to see, um, and again, it can't really do, uh, you, you can't do anything about it. Uh, and this is, uh, let's see. Okay, Tombstone with uh, Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, um, and Mr. Silverado. Sam Elliott, uh, and a bunch of other people, of course. Uh, Tombstone is a modern-era Western classic, okay? Tombstone has a cult following, um, terms like, I'm your Huckleberry. I mean, Bella Vita uses, I'm your Huckleberry all the time. So it has worked its way into the popular vernacular. But I've actually been to Tombstone, Arizona, and I would love... I would absolutely love to know what really happened at the gunfight in the alley next to Flies. It wasn't the OK Corral. It was near the OK Corral. But, uh, you know, the (laughs) shootout at the OK Corral is a lot more sexy sounding than the shootout in the alley next to Flies. That doesn't have nearly the poetic ring to it uh, like the Duck of Death. Uh, sorry, that was unforgiven. Uh, 803-0930. Well, no, because 
there, look, there is controversy over exactly what happened at the gunfight at the OK Corral. Were the Earps and Doc Holliday simply cold-blooded killers, or did the so-called cowboy faction, did they draw down on the Earps and Doc Holliday first? And by the way, Doc Holliday, in the gunfight at the OK Corral, when he was told by one of the cowboy faction, I've got you now, you SOB, he really did say, you're a daisy if you do. That's actually in some of the old newspaper accounts. And the prop, again, when I talk about history being a rough approximation of what I think we know, depending on whether you supported the cowboy faction or the ERP faction in Tombstone, you have a totally different view of what happened at the battle, uh, the gunfight at the OK Corral. There's basically two different versions. Uh, here is uh, Bernadette in Williamsville. Bernadette, you're on WBEN. Don't worry, I'm not singing the song. Ain't happening. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I would love if I could go back and visit and see how they built Stonehenge. I know someone mentioned yesterday um, about the pyramids, but to be perfectly honest, any of those ancient sites that all we keep hearing about is how we cannot accomplish that today um, Stonehenge, uh, Gobekli Tempe, Machu Picchu. I think there's probably a lot we could learn from that. There must be some lost technology we do not have any longer. Um, Stonehenge is absolutely, um, it's absolutely fascinating. Have you ever been to Stonehenge? I have not been to any of those wonderful sites. I would love to, but don't know if that'll ever happen. Been there a couple of times, and both times have been to Stonehenge. I, I, like, I know the theory about how they uh, allegedly carved out uh, the the stands and the cross pieces and everything else, but uh, the the technology of the time it was built, I don't see how they could have accomplished it. But apparently, they did, and they accomplished it with uh, tremendous um, um, uh, accuracy. And archaeologists keep finding stuff all around Stonehenge, indicating that uh, it was a pretty expansive place and had great uh, religious significance there on the Salisbury Plain, not to be confused with the Salisbury Steak. <laughs> I had heard that as well. And then even most recently, I believe they've been uncovering not, not a few, but thousands of grave sites near there. So they were wondering if it's also some type of a medicinal or healing place. Didn't, um, work, didn't between, work very well if they're all those gravesites. No, apparently not. But with that and the fact that those stones, those blue stones especially, came from, I believe it was like 170 miles away over Priscilla. some incredible terrain. How, yeah. how do they do that? How, I think we could learn a lot if we could go back and see all of that. Well, they, they could have conceivably used felled trees as rolling mechanisms. Um, they certainly yeah, were we aware of the power of the, the lever. Planet. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey? I think, we would have I think we would have deforested the entire planet by now if we keep going with that theory for the pyramids and everything else. Well, you just take you take the, the first one, then you move it to the back, and then you take the next first one, you move it to the back. You wouldn't have to deforest. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't have to deforest much, just enough to give yourself rollers to transport it. But but I mean, look, that's a hell of a lot of work. 
That's a hell of a lot of work. And over a prolonged period of time, the staying power of these people, whether you're talking about the Great Pyramids uh, or the Great Pyramid itself and its, its, its buddies, or even the Step Pyramid, which was the first one built in Egypt, supposedly, um, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I, I, I don't understand how in the hell they got the logistics together, the food, the water, the workers. Yeah, uh, exactly. How did they do it? How did they organize that? And why would you accomplish something so amazing and never write down what it was for or why or how you did it? Well, they, they didn't write back then. Uh, there, there was well, no writing had, that we know of in, the, in well, that part of the world. There was papyrus and other scrolls, and they carved into every surface in Egypt all kinds of stories, but nothing about how they did that. How right, they but, built those pyramids. Yeah, I mean, some, some societies, some societies were literate and, and were able to write. Apparently, the people who put uh, Stonehenge up were not among them. I mean, you're right about the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, an, another thing too. As long as we're talking about antiquity, I would love to watch. Uh, was it Champollion? I would love to see him decipher the hieroglyphics. We know how he did yeah. it, but the hieroglyphics were such a mystery for so long. And this guy figured out that the um, Coptic church, uh, the Egyptian church that he was walking by all the time, I think it was in Paris, but it might have been somewhere else, that there was similarity between that alphabet and the hieroglyphics, and he was able to figure out hieroglyphics. That's um, that, that's one of the most amazing it's, things ever. Yes, I, I agree, and that's, that's an amazing thing. Wait, uh, Bernadette, I'm starting to lose you. Hold, hold on, I want to continue this conversation. <laughs> Excuse me, on WBEN. Oh, you guys, tell you, you guys love this topic, and this is like totally right up my alley. All right, Bowerly, uh, our last caller did not wish to hold on, uh, but yeah, Stonehenge. Uh, again, you get into the question of the engineering of it and the logistics of it and the practicality of it. And, and how did they pay the people who built Stonehenge? How did they feed them? How did they water them? And how did they get those rocks all the way to the Salisbury Plain from where they were thought to have been quarried? I, I, to me, I, I don't know. I think you'd have a hard time finding engineers today who could work that problem out. But I could be wrong. That's not my forte. Um, I can't even obviously unscrew the battery charger for my new nose trimmer. Um, here is, uh, well, nose hair trimmer, actually. Paul in uh, Williamsville, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you today? Uh, uh, this is, I- I'm enjoying what you guys are into. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not a, as big of a history buff as you are, but I thought it would be fascinating to be in the room with our founding fathers as they're writing the Constitution. The thought that went behind it, that is so much of it, which is still applicable 200 plus years later. I, I would love to know what they were thinking and what they were talking about. Uh, the Constitution and how about the first 10 amendments, the Bill of Rights? Absolutely. Same. Yes. Uh, that would be, you know what, that to me, that would be fascinating. And also the debates that took place um, before the uh, Declaration of Independence was uh, drafted by Thomas Jefferson, um, from which, as I recall, he borrowed heavily from the Mecklenburg Declaration of several years previously. But if, and you talk about personalities in history, 
Uh, it would be fascinating to take a look at a day in the life of Thomas uh, Jefferson. Uh, I mean, when he wasn't abusing his slaves sexually, um, it uh, it would have it would have been fascinating to see a genius at work. He did so much. He he had no more time in his day than you have in your day. And look at all he did. It it, it makes me embarrassed for myself. I know. I feel like an underachiever. I didn't even make par. I think you're doing okay. Well, compared to Thomas Jefferson, no. I'm a cipher. I'm a zero, believe me. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Actually, James Madison uh, thought to be one of our smarter, if not smartest, president. But uh, Jefferson obviously was brilliant. Most of our founding fathers, I mean, were clearly men of superior intellect. But, you know, the educational system, I think, was so much better back then. We can talk all we want about, well, we have a better cross-cultural understanding standing today but those guys most of them spoke latin greek most of them were very fluent in french which was the diplomatic language of the time before english basically engulfed the world with uh, british uh, colonialism and they were smart dudes they really were obviously uh but i i agree with the caller it'd be fascinating to listen in on those debates uh and arguments uh, that they were having um i i'm happy to continue this if you want me to uh, load up the phone lines so I know um, what you would like to see. If we could build you a time machine, go back, and you can videotape whatever it is you want to videotape and then come back and show us all. Um, the diversity of answers is actually, in a weird way, it's actually helpful to me in future programs. Like, do I do a show now on Stonehenge? Did a show in the Shroud of Turin. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. News coming up with Tom Puckett on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, it's uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, uh, hey, you guys liked what we ended with yesterday. So I said, hey, there's probably some more to this topic. And uh, I guess there is. Uh, if we could give you a time machine and you could go back and video one or two, I don't know, maybe three events and come back and show us, hey, this is what really happened. What would you do with the time machine? Where would you set the knobs? Just make sure you uh, set it properly to get back. You know, the thing about Stonehenge is uh, the stones for Stonehenge were supposedly quarried in the Priscelli Mountains in Wales. 
and then they were transported 180 miles from there to where Stonehenge actually stands. Now, that would be like taking those stones from Buffalo and moving them 30 miles past Syracuse. Really? How? I want to know how they did it. How many people were involved? Uh, how'd they feed them? How'd they water them? How'd they do their workers' comp? Uh, here's Fred in Lancaster on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. I, uh, if I was to go back in time, one caveat, I want to be up there for the moon landing because I don't think they did it. Oh. And, and a few things, um, they, they lost all the technology to get back. I'm sure you know that, right? That That's on record, documented. They don't have the technology to get through the Van Allen radiation belts now that they had back then. That strikes me as being preposterous, actually. Well, it's, it's preposterous but true. The other thing is um, some of the camera angles um, have – reflections of people filming off of the masks of uh, some of the uh, astronauts. Um, and uh, I think it was Collins was talking as, as they were doing takeoff back off of the moon, there was no noise of be- sitting on rocket engines. I mean, even if you're in a plane, there's noise. So, I mean, it, the guy was crystal clear as they're uh, blasting off from the moon. So there's just a lot of things that uh, aren't right. And did you see the India went to the moon and it looked like it was like um, Nintendo 64. So every, every government's getting in on this scam and getting billions a year. How do they get the moon rocks? If, if we weren't on the moon, how come there are moon rocks at the Smithsonian? Or do you think those are fake? Oh, I could call anything a moon rock. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, those aren't definitely. If we weren't on the moon, they're not. They're not moving. So rocks. what? What was? What was to be gained uh, by staging a landing on the moon? And who had? Who stood to gain? Well, the United States. We were in. We were in a, a uh, battle, and the Cold War was heating up. We wanted to be. Kennedy said he wanted to be the first one to the moon. So and and on TV we were. Um, what's to be gained? Billions and billions of dollars a year in, in uh, budgets that money gets siphoned off, people get contracts, uh, high-priced jobs. Um, if you look at some of the astronauts they interviewed after, Armstrong told, told the six-year-old girl that we were never there. And that, that's on tape. That's how can we yeah, never I'd been like, there. I'd like to, I'd like to see, I would like to there. see that. I would like to see that tape. I mean, by, by the way, uh, there is some talk that NASA is going to go back to the moon. But, all right, I mean, if the question is, what would you like to see? You say you would like to go to the moon in uh, July of 1969 to see if man really landed on the moon. Bingo. And then bring back the tape. That it never happened. Uh, well, okay. If, 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 that's what you, if that's what you want, that's what you want. I, I don't agree with you, but if that's what you want, that's what you want. It's self-affirmation. What do you mean by that? I'm just affirming myself. That's that's why. You know, I have this belief, and, and if I was able to do it, that would be great. I would be able to go, ah, see, I showed everyone. I showed the – because my friend, friends think I'm a lunatic, but, hey, 
Well, if your friends think that, um, they they know you pretty well, right? <laughs> uh, just on that issue. They, they like uh, me on all the other stuff. Okay, how about, okay, let me ask you this. Um, how do you feel about the Mars, the, the pictures from Mars? Do you, do you think that there's really an American spacecraft on Mars sending back photographs of the Martian terrain, or is that also a hoax? Oh, that, that thing's filmed up in, uh, there's a place in Canada. They, they see, there's mice that they catch on film. Every once in a while, they, they catch like an, an animal or something moving across because it, it's filming for what, whatever, the Mars camp for 24 hours, whatever. They, they catch stuff like that. On one of the moon rocks that were up there, in one of the pictures, it, it has like um, uh, things you would set down for uh, filming that they have in, in Hollywood. Did you see the Stanley Kubrick interview where he actually said that he helped film the the Mar- or the moon landings? There's a there's uh, a tape of him and he died 6 months later. Well, uh Stanley Kubrick, uh, do, you, do you think that it's possible that Stanley Kubrick uh, might have had dementia and might have been led down uh, that road? Just just asking the question. Well, yeah, I think it's possible we could have landed on the moon, too, but I, I don't think it's likely in either case. I don't know. It's just too much evidence piled up against us doing that. Um, and and I, I challenge anyone to go and check about that. They lost all the information with regards to landing on the moon and how, the trajectories, getting through the Van Allen belts, all that's lost. I don't, I don't, how, what, where does one even find that information or alleged information? It's NASA admitted to it. it it's, it's, all you got to do is Google it. They, they're on record is stating that it's lost. They, they don't have any of it. The tapes, everything. The, the, the uh, information that, that got them, got them there. They have none of it. Well, what they need is If you is look Tom at the spacecraft back then, I, I, you, you brought up a statement earlier about, um, you know, you don't know how something like that could have happened back then. I, exactly. I, the technology wasn't there. It, it isn't even there now. We would have been there and back a couple times. I mean, I've heard the theory that we haven't been to the moon since 1972 because uh, of the astronauts seeing aliens who weren't very happy that we were on their turf. But you don't believe that because you don't believe that we're ever there to begin with. I don't believe the astronauts. I don't, I think that they, um, one of the astronauts hung a lemon before test things because he was trying to make some kind of a, a statement. Yeah, I would, I'd love to get these guys on lie detectors. Uh, but I mean, what what you're saying, um, it it sounds an awful lot to me. With all respect, like the uh, stories about the lost cosmonaut who basically was shot into space and then basically for whatever reason uh, got out of the gravitational pull of Earth, and you can hear him screaming and moaning and crying as he's going off into the wild blue yonder. Well, like I said, Tom, I challenge you to look up everything I, I said, especially the, the losing all the information related to getting to the moon, that NASA. That is on record. 
that they well, lost are, all that information. Well, I mean, I see when you say on record, like on record with whom and how reliably, because there are uh, supposedly uh, ninety six. Can I talk for a minute? There are supposedly ninety six yeah, bags of human waste on the moon. So if they let me ask you this: if they found ninety six bags of human waste on the moon, presumably it's still there. Would you then concede that we really made the moon landings? Who, if who found them? Any? Let's say we got to the moon. Let's say we got to the moon tomorrow on the Concord uh, on the Concord version of a spaceship, or actually faster than that. Um, if they Tom, found, would... however they got there, is immaterial. If they found ninety six bags of human uh, poop on the moon, would you then believe that uh, we were on the moon? Tom, they have telescopes that can can catch a dime flip and satellites that can catch a dime flip on the ground. You don't think they could turn them and take pictures if there were actually stuff left on the moon? They could actually take zero in and take pictures. I've not seen one picture of any of that. Yet they're able to get photos of uh, uh, 20,000 light years away. They're able to get a, a supernova photo, but they can't take pictures of, of the moon and the equipment that's on the moon. But a, a supernova is huge. I mean, it's not. I mean, the moon is pretty small compared to a supernova. Number one, number two, those satellites you're talking about. I mean, they're relatively close to the Earth, and they. And you are correct. They can read the dates on a coin uh, in your hand from space. That's correct. Uh, but I mean, so you, you basically want to prove or disprove that man landed on the moon. Tom, I would settle for ask the astronauts all taking a lie detector test. If half of them passed, I would believe it. So when astronauts are on their deathbeds, why don't they say, by the way, that whole moon landing thing, it was a hoax? Most of them have families. They don't want, they don't want to jeopardize that. Just like for the same reason athletes from Russia didn't, a lot of them never defected because they know they were leaving a family in um in, in Russia, <laughs> and what, what's going to happen to them? Uh, you're not saying the United States government would do anything horrible to its own citizens, are you? Uh, just to Kennedy. Um, well, I, you I'm wouldn't actually, say that, would you? I'm actually being very, very facetious because uh, actually, I understand. Uh, actually there, uh, there was a, uh, believe it or not, there was a CIA plot that Kennedy refused to stage fake terrorist attacks on the American people and on American soldiers uh, and blame them on Castro and Cuba so we would invade Cuba. So when I ask you the question, you don't think the American government would do naughty things to its own people. I'm being very facetious. (laughs) Um, All right, we'll see what other people have. I don't buy your theory, but... you know, thank thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, technology has only gotten better. So if if we've lost the technology from 1969, I suppose that would be because it's so outdated. It'd be like trying to find a tube for a Sears amplifier from 1969. Uh, is that outdated too? I don't know. I I, I don't. Know. I wasn't there. I wasn't on the moon. Uh, it is interesting the number of uh, uh, astronauts who say that they did see unexplained aerial phenomena 
during their voyages. And uh, there is um, at least one article online. Well, you, you, you can do your own research on the moon landing. Um, I've always uh, assumed that it actually took place, the moon landings. Um, if, it, if they didn't take place, um, that certainly is an amazing hoax. I mean, you'd have to have everybody at the uh, Space Center in on it, I, I would think. Um, Stanley Kubrick and his crew and everybody involved in producing a movie. And if you were involved in the Cabrini movie at all, you are aware of exactly how many people are involved in making a movie. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. My, my guess is we probably were on the moon, but I, I could be wrong. Um, here is uh, Bill in East Aurora. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Uh, how about going to the Pan American Exposition on the day that McKinley was shot and being in line and meet him? September 6th of 1901. Um, yep. the, well, uh, the actually, the, the int- one of the interesting uh, parts of that story is uh, his personal secretary urged him not to do it, that it was too great a risk. It was only supposed to be five or ten minutes long. Um, and interestingly, uh, McKinley, the, the thing that gets me about the McKinley assassination is here's a guy who served a long time in the Civil War, and he was in a lot of the worst battles of the Civil War. He escapes the Civil War with not even a, not even a scrape. He comes to Buffalo, and he gets whacked by Leon Cholgosh. I mean, that's pretty bad timing, to say the least. Um, you imagine and- history on what was changed by that action? Well, I'm not, uh, well, I mean, I guess one of the things that uh, was changed would have been uh, America's foreign policy under Theodore Roosevelt. Right. And how about all the labor uh, that was uh, treated more uh, better under Roosevelt than it was ever McKinley? McKinley was against the working class people. Well, he, for a guy who was against the working class people, he sure did win by a landslide in 1900. Yeah, but I mean, he was—he changed a lot uh, history. And uh, but the well, other—I mean, the, I, mean I, I would personally, I would love to see a video of the assassination of McKinley, and I would—I would not be focusing so much on the on the shooting of McKinley as I would be on the security guys and what the hell they were thinking, letting somebody approach with a handkerchief, whether it's warm in the building or not. Nobody approaches a chief of state with a covered hand. Come on. Yeah, but uh, the rest of the thing would be fun to see the uh, industrial buildings and stuff that was there, uh, the different, uh, you know, uh, things in the park itself that was made. Um, That would be my, I'd love to see their thoughts on, uh, you know, it was their first electric boats, electric uh, trucks that they started. And, of course, Tesla made it possible. Uh, yes, Elon Musk uh, had a great deal to do with uh, the Pan American Exposition because he is a noted time traveler, at least on the Internet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, the Pan American Exposition um, would have been magnificent. And the only surviving building is the uh, Buffalo Historical Society. That's it. That was a New York State building, yes. Yeah, I, I, that would be cool. I would love to have seen how majestic Buffalo was in the days when it was a top 10 American city as it was in 1901. And as we all know, the assassination of McKinley is why the Buffalo Bills will never win a Super Bowl.
That's right. It All sounds right, good to me. How about <laughs> Crystal Beach, 1943, during the war, when they had a lot of entertainment over there and dancing, and it was a diversion from the war. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me, but if that's where you would like to go with a time machine, just back to 1943, that's 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 fine by me. That's your it's your call. Yep. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be high up on my list, but if it's high up on your list, so be it. That was a tough time for the United States and Canada. We All right. Well, th- thank you, thank you very much. You, I uh, I, pre- I appreciate the uh, call. Unfortunately, I've run out of time for the hour. Uh, if you guys want me to continue this, um, I- I'll happily do it. I've got some other stuff here that we can get into, uh, revolving around Thanksgiving travel. I might I might give you a couple of topics to talk about in the five o'clock hour. I'm pretty free and easy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 